Hi, I'm Pastor Nick Monsma from Fresno Christian Reformed Church, and this is the weekly cleanup from Sunday's sermon. I'm returning this week to a sermon that I preached on March 14th, 2021 on Nahum, the Old Testament book, Nahum 2, verse 11 and following. In that sermon, I made the point that the mystery of God's anger really should give us hope. There's, there's mystery in God's anger, and that mystery is the mystery that, that God's anger is, is directed often not at specific people, but at the wicked in general. It's the mystery that we don't know, we, we rarely know specifically who God is, is, uh, is speaking etern- his eternal wrath against, and the mystery, finally, that God in his grace would, would direct that wrath back toward himself in order to forgive us. My point was that in the mystery of God's anger, we should find hope. Well, today I want to dive a little bit deeper into the water of that of this question. Why is it that God would say to some people, repent and believe and find forgiveness if he knows that they won't? That they won't repent and believe and find forgiveness. And behind this question, there are several things that I believe. Uh, let me tell you what they are. First of all, I believe that God knows. God knows who is going to be in heaven. This is something that the Bible teaches us. He knows then also who won't be in heaven. So God knows, first of all. Second thing I believe is that God gets the glory for salvation and human beings, we get the blame for damnation. So when you think of heaven and why is anyone in heaven, we should be giving God the glory, saying because of God. And if when you think of hell and say, well, why is anybody in hell? We should always come to the conclusion that it's because of our human sins. So the Bible tells us, for example, that it's God who works in us so we end up in heaven. But the Bible also tells us that it's we who commit the sins that earn us a place in hell. So that's that's the second thing I believe, that God gets the credit for salvation. Human beings get the blame for damnation. A third thing that I believe is that God's decree of election, God's decision to choose some people for salvation means that if any of us finds that we have saving faith in Jesus, we should ultimately say this is because God chose to give us that faith. The Bible tells us that we were chosen in him, in Jesus Christ, from before the foundations of the world, which means that it was God's will that he gives salvation to those who are saved. And then a final thing that I believe is that God wants everyone to be saved. And this is, this is a quote from 1 Timothy 2. God wants all people to be saved. It's also one of the key reasons why I emphasized in the sermon that God's message in this life to those who are wicked, God's message is never, you're going to hell and that's it. But God's message to those who are wicked is always, repent and be forgiven. Now those last two points present a little bit of a challenge. The point that God's decree of election means that he, it was his will that, that some be saved, and the, the other point, that it is God's will that all people be saved. <laughs> There's a bit of a tension here, right? How can it be that it's God's will to save some and leave others in their sin, and at the same time, it's God's will that everyone be saved? Now, the important thing to notice about this is that there are actually a couple of different meanings to that idea of God's will. 
Uh, one is God's will in terms of God's decisions. The things that God decides he will do, the things that he decides are going to happen in his world. Or, and I would include here also, the things that God decides to permit in his world. To say, you know what, I'm going to let that happen. The other, so that's one aspect of God's will, the things he decides to do. The other aspect of God's will is his will in terms of the things he commands, the things that God wants us to do, the things he instructs us to do. So not the things he decides to do, not his will in that sense, but his will in in the sense of the things that he expects us to do. Both of these we can call God's will, what God wants. In the first sense, we have God's decisions. We have his will to grant those who are saved their faith and their salvation. In the second sense, we have God's commands, and we have his will that everyone would repent and be saved. And I think this is how we can understand why it is, as I pointed out in the sermon, why it is that God doesn't ever show us who is going to hell, but always leaves, as the image in the sermon went, always leaves that sheet in place and instead communicates to those who are wicked, not you're going to hell, so give up hope, but rather repent and be forgiven. God does this because this is how God is holding together for us both his decisions and his commands, both his will in terms of what he's decided to do and his will in terms of what he wants us to do. I hope that cleaned things up for you. (laughs) Uh, If it didn't, maybe hit rewind and go back and listen to this again. But that is the cleanup for this week. You can find the links to the sermon that I preached on Nahum chapter 2 verse 11 following. You can find that on our church's website. You can find uh, other information about our church there. Just head to fresnocrc.org.